It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast with Steve Jackson and Mark Carpenter. Time for Brew Ha Ha. Brew Ha Ha is brought to you in part by the Russian River Brewing Company. Joining us in studio after her triumphant tour of Italy, <laughs> Herlinda Hurrah. Herlinda, welcome Bu- back. Buongiorno. 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 Buonasera. 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 <laughs> that other voice you heard is the gentleman in charge of Old Possum Brewing, Sandro Tamburin. Welcome Sandro. back to the Brew Ha Ha, Sandro. Thank you for having me. So it's an Italian theme today. <laughs> Absolutely, and I love uh, Pond Farms uh, Lupo, the Italian pilsner. Yes, <laughs> yep. so I was awesome. uh, gathering some things. So yeah, so I just got back from judging Bira Delano, which is the um, basically the Italian national beer competition, and I was in Bologna. Um, which is the food capital of Italy, which is saying something, because <laughs> there's a lot of good food there. But I was in uh, Milano. Um, I, actually, I, did, I brought some Peroni, which is a an Italian beer. Not a craft beer, but it is a... Um, the traditional Nastro Azzurro. See? Uh, yep. And I got to practice my Italian a little bit there. I was in Milan. I was in Florence. I was in the Italian Alps. Um up at Bormio, where the uh, they're going to be doing the 2026 downhill skiing championships, which is like right on the corner of Switzerland and Austria and Italy up by Lake Como. Yeah. And then I went over to Venice for a few days to be at Biennale with some friends. And then I went to Bologna and got to see my friends in Italy after two crazy years <laughs> there. Uh, international beer judges from all over the place. Uh, and I need a beer. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, chin chin, as they would say. Chin chin, as they would say. So I also brought. I was there for Easter, Pasqua, and I brought a traditional. Colomba Pasquale. Yep, and Pasquale. Pasquale. So you Buona Pasqua. Buona Pasqua. Happy Easter. So it's kind of like a panettone, fluffy bread. What do you think, Harry? I don't know how to describe it. I've had it before, and as you can tell, I'm having it right now. <laughs> but it's really sweet and delicious. Mm-hmm. It's light, it's fluffy. Yeah, light. I managed not to, to smash it too badly in my suitcase, but it's shaped like a dove, so I'm going to guess that's what Colomba means. Colomba means, yeah, dove. Dove, so it's about peace. Yep, exactly. I love he's he's Italian. He's doing the gesture for like flying um, and... Right here, right now. So on Easter, he's Italian. He's doing a gesture for everything. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a few glasses of wine knocked over at the at Pasqua Easter dinner. Um, I, I got to do my bucket list and cook for uh, cook in Italy at my friend's house for ten um, of his relatives and a couple of my friends, and uh, it was pretty pretty cool. Like I didn't make any kind of like ham or things that we have here. I actually. Orichiette with spinach with spinach and butter because up in northern Italy, they don't do the olive oil and a lot of garlic. They do butter, a little bit of garlic, yeah. and a lot of cream and uh, cow's milk cheeses and yeah. beef bresso, bresola. I yeah. if I was saying that right. Yeah, bresola. Bresola, yeah. which is kind of like a salami, but it's beef. Exactly. And of course, the people that I had with us, one of them does not eat beef and does not eat cow's milk. Uh, cheeses and things because he was lactose intolerant. Of course, so that was that was that, that was interesting. Trying to find food for him up there um, when I got to, I ended up doing like a roast polo, a roasted chicken with uh, mushrooms and things as well. But the craft beer competition, two thousand beers, 
63 judges from all over, I would not really, mostly all over Europe and a few Americans, but 75% of them were Italian. And they did a night where they started off, the, they kicked off the whole tasting and the judging with everybody brought, uh, the Italians brought something from their region. So they brought the best buffalo mozzarella I've ever had in, in my life. And they had, um, I think it's Kajapi. It's like almost like uh, chicharrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. little. Chicharrones, uh, something like that. Uh, d- different regions. Yeah. Call it different. All kinds of meats, all kinds of cheeses. Good way to cover yourself. <laughs> different region of this. I don't know. And uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. So getting to, to judge with everybody. But the craft, the craft beers there have just gotten better and better. I don't know the winners because everybody always asks me, who won, who won? They're announcing that in Parma uh, next week, actually, which is another reason why um, eventually we're going to We're going back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they told me – they actually tried to talk me into staying and going to the awards next week. And it was, it was pretty tempting because it's pretty nice in Italy. Did you bring any Italian beers back with you? Yes. So that's what the Padoni is. That is an Italian. But not a craft beer. But not a craft beer. Um, I was trying to get some from the competition. Um, this time, unfortunately, like the way that they did the Bologna judging, we were in a conference center, not in town. And there was nothing around us. So they were going to give me some of the beers from when we were done judging. And... Uh, then they end up like running out of all of them, so it's okay. I'm like, all right. So, but I did have the. I got some Peroni in Italy. I got the Colomba, and I also made so, tortellini and Broda for you guys. That's awesome. Well, did you make Did you make the tortellini from scratch? I pretended. It's an easy bake oven. <laughs> Let's talk about beers that we do have here. Yeah. Sandro Tamburini is the head brewer at Old Possum Brewing. Sandra, how are things going at Old Possum? We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, you know, we've been busy uh, trying to, um, you know, keep up with the uh, demand on canning. Um, uh, now as uh, things are opening back up, we're doing more kegs, so uh, logistically. Um, oh, you, we, we, you guys just had a keg that went to the Santa Rosa Police Foundation that a friend oh, of yeah, mine thank you, absolutely, picked yeah. up and donated. Yeah. yeah, They enjoyed that. Yeah, we felt like we needed to donate one extra keg to offset the, nice. the double IPA. We said we we're going to do the, the IPA, but we gave them the double. And Maybe they won't watch your brewery the, for like the, the <laughs> on Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, we can we can see the in the market and you know socially things are opening up, so it's reflective of our production. I asked Sandro to bring um, a style of beer that uh, we judge in um, – actually, mostly it's the Italians that judge this category uh, in uh, Bitto Delano. It's called an IGA, Italian Grape Ale. And it's not – there it's not made with wine. It can be made with the must from yep. the grapes. Yep. Um, or they can do the wine barrels, and they had asked me about that. I said, well... Okay, they, hold on. Yeah. Geek alert. Yeah. Must of the grapes. <laughs> must, must. Yeah. Go ahead, because you make wine also, too, Sandra. Yeah. Um, not that much, but... Um, <laughs> You're Italian. Yeah, it kind of has to be part of my... <laughs> Repertoire. Yeah. Uh, so, must is just grape juice. But not Well, that wine. was easy enough. Not fermented yet. <laughs> not fermented. Mm-hmm. And it'll have some of the skins sometimes, too. Which will give it some of that tartness and tang, um, and tang, and the the Italian grape ales there have a little bit of brett to them, so they can be a little bit of sour. Um, they're really refreshing. 
they're very they're very different so sandra actually brought one yes so we did a the jungle project with king kong brewing in sacramento a few years ago so what we end up doing we were in sacramento uh we uh brewed this uh stout uh i brought uh cabernet from sonoma that was 2019 vintage co-fermented high gravity stout okay last minute alerting there as well (laughs) last minute we just decided to throw some local sacramento honey in there so um you know uh, it was great. We end up bringing some uh, whiskey barrels, so the concoction was uh, aged 15 months in whiskey barrels. So Cabernet Stout co-fermentation. That's with first time I've, ha- I've even heard yeah, of somebody so, doing a stout with the, uh, a wine. And then style. We, we decided to bottle it. So, uh, so there you go. Yeah, let's try that. Let's try. It. So the so the Peroni is actually a really nice, clean lager from Italy and you can find this in the United States also Moretti which is like all over the place there and there's also the Ischka I-S-C-H-A Ischia Ischia it is Ischia so we had that on the train so train beers they're really they're pretty cool there in Italy like like you're like train beers that can only be found on trains (laughs) well you see them mostly like at train stations and also on the train they'll go through with a cart and they'll have espresso where they make you an espresso on the cart and next to your seat and um, they'll have these little Italian beers um like the like you know just cheaper ones like the Ischia Ischia is that why I saying that right ah look at this so he's got a stout here so high gravity stout co-fermented explain, with uh, explain the high gravity and the co-fermented uh, sorry so um, a lot of sugar we mashed in with the uh, Russian imperial stout stout co-fermented with Cabernet Sauvignon um, and then um, on the Whirlpool edition of the wart uh, the finish of the brew we added some honey local honey about 50 pounds of honey so and again this is a collaboration between the king kong, kong brewery of sacramento that's, that's and old possum brewing here in santa rosa yep. the abv is 10 percent yep and it's brewed with 2019 sonoma cab and sack wild honey and aged in whiskey barrels to perfection this is really <laughs> it says nice. it on the label it, says it, there? So it okay. has to be true and then i will yeah. agree with that it's got a really nice head on it all the things that we would be looking for when we're judging, although this would not be like in the normal IGA uh, Italian grape ale sort, but there, the the difference with like Italy and Germany, like like in Italy, they love to experiment with different flavors and things. And people will ask me when I'm telling them I'm going to the Italian uh, to judge the Italian national beer competition. People will say, "Beer, Italian beer, is it any good?" And I'm like, "So, what are some of your favorite foods?" And they're like, "Mexican and Italian." I'm like, "Yeah, the Italians no flavor." <laughs> So they make some great beers, and they're just getting better and better. And they're right by, you know, the places that are doing, you know, the great hops and grains, like in Belgium and Absolutely. Germany and yep. things. And they influence, yeah. Yeah. So, and there's still shipping issues, of course, right now, like everywhere around the world, which Indeed. is also why we're not getting the Italian craft beers in the U.S. right now, um, because of the shipping issues. And uh, but even then, you know. Eventually, we'll, we'll get there. but Or you can just go to Italy and have them. <laughs> i got to say, the Colomba matches that. It's really good with this. What do you think, Harry? Agreed. Yeah. No, I enjoy, I enjoy this. This is – I'm usually not a, a, a stout person, but mm-hmm. occasionally then it will it will hit me. And, and the, the combination with the cab is very clear in this particular brew. So, you know, uh, most mm-hmm. of uh, Russian Imperial Stout are thick, malty. 
and um, the presence of the Cabernet Sauvignon, a little bit of the tannin, the acidity, uh, was picked early, was 3.1, 3.2 pH. So it brought everything down. So everything is more palatable. Yeah. So it's closer to a glass of wine. Right. I would agree. Than, I would than, absolutely than a, yeah. agree. Yeah. While still being I, I'm saying it's leaning. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's still got the, the tanginess like you would find with a Italian grape ale. Um, some, one of the, the judges actually brought an Italian grape ale that was from, I can't remember the name of the guy, but was like the original inventor of creator of IGAs of Italian grape ales and he'd been aging them since 2016 and shared wow. them with all of us. Oh, speaking of sharing, I brought some Pliny the Younger bottles um, that I actually did stand in line for and I brought them in my suitcase to share with the judges and I started with the Italians that had brought like all those goodies for us to try from their regions and also because I wanted to toast to the Italians because they'd gone through so much that you know they were Second in the this epicenter. wave of COVID, yeah, <laughs> and that's a whole other story. Um, so I managed to make a couple of bottles stretch through. the 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 American judges they said we'll we'll hold off. We we've, we've had it, or we're we can find it next year or something. But we made sure that every every Italian uh, judge got to got to try it little nice. bits. Yeah, it was really nice. cool. Yeah. Sandra, we were talking about food earlier, and I would love for you to talk about the food options that you have at Old Possum because it's come a long way from the last time you were here. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so uh, since the beginning of the year, we introduced a Monday smash burger. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Chef Bradley is outputting some Texas Cajun flair. Texas Cajun. Uh, he is Texan. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and then uh, Friday and Saturday, um, Chris Austin with Austin Smoke Southern Barbecue. I have enjoyed that several times. Yeah, he does brisket, uh, ribs, he does pulled pork. Um, uh, every couple of weeks, he'll throw in chicken, uh, smoke some chicken. So. Now, for folks who don't know where Old Possum is located, you're off the beaten path a little bit. So let's, let's let our audience know where you're located and what hours they can visit you. So normally I reference Hen House. I was like, just south of Hen House. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, physically, if you want to exit Todd Road, go down uh, west, west, Todd Road, take a right on Standish and a left on Sutton, right by the Wine Country radio station. Who? The train cars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And My, talk about the, a, visit, a visit. A bunch of train <laughs> to, to your tap room. Yeah. And, yeah, last time you were there, uh, what did you get to experience? Some brisket? I did have some brisket that yeah. time, yes. But folks who've never been to your location before, what can they expect to see? Talk about the oh, layout. Talk about in, the indeed. Uh, we, um, so we have a long bar uh, from a repurpose uh, uh, stainless steel bar that we took out of a kombucha place. So plenty of bar seating, indoor seating. Uh, we have cover seating, and then we have a beautiful patio with about uh, the capacity of about 70 folks, 70 people. With heaters. With heaters. Tent. And tented, yes. Um, the ability to pull the walls out of the tent and uh, rotate a little bit of air through. Folks, if you're looking to visit Old Possum, check out their website for all their information regarding beers on tap, hours, and events, oldpossumbrewing.com. Now, Sandra, what part of it? You're from Trieste, Italy? Yeah. Up north, right? Yes, northeast. And then what Italian craft beers do you like? What do you drink when you go home? 
there's a Slovenian importer that brings some beautiful lagers. So we kind of in Trieste, we indulge in that a lot of times. Up there or when, you, when you're... Yeah, yeah, when I'm in Trieste. And that's and and so you're actually having Slovenian beers when you're in Trieste. Oh, okay. Then. I believe she asked for your Italian beer recommendations. Um, you get to think about it for a while because we're up against our bottom of the hour break. All right, back on in studio with Sandro Tamburin of Old Possum Brewing, oldpossumbrewing.com. We've got one more beer that Herlinda wanted us to test. What? What? what which one was it, Herlinda? Well, the Italian Pilsner style has become really popular in the United States. It is basically a German Pilsner, but it's got with like the malts and things, but it's a little bit brighter and it has a different yeast in it. This one is from Pond Farm Brewing in San Rafael. So the Italian style Pilsners are really popular in California right now because they're really refreshing. They're really easy drinking. And it's have called them. Lupo. Yeah, which actually must be the Italian word for hops, right? Lupo is wolf, but then, you know, humulus lupus. Right. right. Humulus yeah. lupulus. Sounds like Harry Potter. It's 5.2%, <laughs> so it's a relatively Delicious. low... Uh, ABV and yeah, good I'm job, Trevor. It. I like a pilsner. This is a good pilsner. Yeah, and yes, that's right. You do really like pilsners. It doesn't have the ja- that kind of jasminey nose of what you think of like with like like the like Czech pilsners and mm-hmm. things. It's got just a little bit more lemony, I guess, is what I would say for them. Um, well. And I really like I really like the style. So they were asking me there. I got interviewed by for a podcast for Union Beret, and they asked me if people here knew Italian beers. So I said, well. Italian style Pilsner is really popular in California, so um, I thought I'd grab theirs and bring it on. Since they couldn't come on with us, but they will be on in a few weeks when the their little boy is feeling better, and uh, they'll be in. And then next, oh, speaking of bottling and canning, um, you the canning mobile company is going to be here. Oh, the next can week. You know, uh, uh, what's it called? Yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Mobile Canning, yeah. who really saved a lot of the small breweries, helped save them, and they said that they saved them. So they'll be they'll be on next week talking about. That's awesome to hear. How like in the pandemic when people had to like yeah, we. Like, I mean, they they saved us. So. Yeah, when you couldn't do drafts, <laughs> right? What did you do? You we started canning. Yeah, so. and they were they were the first company that were able to. Um, I'm willing to deal with our smallness. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and the support that we got from them and hands-on and the knowledge. So, uh, yeah. Sandra, one more time. The hours at Old Possum Brewing these days. Uh, so, Monday through Saturday, 11.30 to 8.30. It's closed on Sunday. Yeah. They've got some great beers over there. Mark Carpenter is a big fan of yours. Yeah, we love Mark. Yeah, he's he's in <laughs> Bulgaria right now. Oh, good for him. He's in Bulgaria. He's going to be sad that he missed you. But... He's in Bulgaria, so he can always stop by. Sandro Tamburin, head brewer from Old Possum Brewing. Thank you so much for coming in again. Oh, thank and you having for having me. I just wanna, I just wanna say something, if I may. Trevor at uh, Pond Farm, he used Admiral Malting to make this bill. So kudos to keeping it hyper local. Yep, uh, Admiral Malting in Alameda, California. In Alameda, absolutely. Yep. All right, guys, that's it for this week's brouhaha. Again, thank you to Sandro Tamburin for coming in from Old Possum Brewing. Herlinda, we will see you next week. Yes, I'll be in next week with the Yes You Can Mobile Canning Company. I will not be bringing Tortellini and Brodo (laughs) the next time or Colombo's, but... um, We appreciate you bringing it in today.